Welcome to Moms Using Homeopathy. I'm Joy from MomsUsingHomeopathy.com, and I'm just a mom like you on a journey of learning how to use homeopathy to care for my family. In 2016, I started a group on Facebook called Moms Using Homeopathy. It has grown to over 10,000 members. This podcast is really for our members who want to learn more about this amazing method of healing. So let's get started. Hello, moms, and welcome to another episode of Moms Using Homeopathy. This week, I'm interviewing Mary Greensmith. Mary is one of the homeopaths in our group. She practices as a licensed classical homeopath. She has a special interest in hormone imbalance, endometriosis, anything under women's health. She's an experienced practitioner helping people improve their health and live a more fulfilling life. Mary studied classical homeopathy for four years at the Southwest School of Homeopathic Medicine, and she works to the strong code of ethics created by the Society of Homeopaths. You can find Mary at marygreensmith.co.uk on the web. She has a tremendous amount of blog posts there that are just full of great information. She has some courses, and she also has a place to book an appointment. So now we're going to jump to our episode here. We took questions, gosh, about a month ago from our group about PMS. And Mary is here to talk to us about hormones and PMS, and we're going to answer all your questions. So here's my interview with Mary Greensmith. So hello, Mary. Thank you for meeting with me and talking with me today. A lot of our moms are really excited about this one because it's about PMS and hormones. And we have a lot of discussion about that on our group a lot. Often, very often, we have a lot of posts. So just give us a little short introduction. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Joy. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I work from the UK. Um, I am a homeopath, have been qualified four and a half, five years now. And I trained with the British School of Homeopathy. That's classical homeopathy. And at the moment, I have a lot of clients all over the world. So use video. And I have a special interest in hormones, um, just helping people with pains, heavy periods, headaches, all sorts of things. And the reason for that is because my very first client ever, my first patient, I went to see her and it was something totally unrelated. I think she decided to see a homeopath because she was having problems with her relationship. And whilst we were going through everything, because obviously that's what you do in a big consultation, um, she mentioned that she had had fibroids and lots of problems, always had really heavy periods, really painful periods. And I said, oh, well, we can sort that while we're at it, if you like. And she was just absolutely gobsmacked that she had spent 20 years suffering so much pain. And within two months, she was absolutely fine. And I actually saw her about three weeks ago. And she just still was was absolutely amazed. And she sends me so many people because she had such a good experience. It was so joyful. And it just makes you realize, why does everybody have to suffer so much? We're told all the time that painful periods is normal. And that's just what women have to suffer with. And it's so absolutely not true. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So let's talk about hormones. When people come to me and say, okay, they've got, got an issue with the hormones or the hormones aren't balanced at all, it could mean absolutely anything. And quite often people, as, as, as in that case I, I explained, they don't necessarily come to me because of that. But what we realize is if you have a sudden symptom that comes on, like a panic attack, for instance, a panic attack suddenly overcomes you. And that is suddenly a hormone is stimulated um, to fill your body, if you like. So the symptoms that people come to me are absolutely anything and everything. And usually somewhere along the way, 
we find, okay, what was the cause of this? Is it inherited? Has it, is it something because you've had a lot of artificial hormones? Um, what has knocked your body off balance? And that, so that's what we're looking for. Wow. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. So you talked about that misconception that our monthly cycle is going to be painful, you know, and you go to the OBGYN and they say, oh, this is just how life is. You know, here's your painkillers, here's your birth control, things like that. Tell us your thoughts on this and how homeopathy can help with this. Okay. Well, it's really sad, isn't it? When people come to you and say, actually, I had painful periods from the age of 12 or 13 and I was just put on the pill and yeah it might make it easier for you then but you don't realize how much problems that's going to incur later. Um, So one of the first things we we often do is detox um, artificial hormones. Um, So yeah I I mean obviously I work with people far as soon as they start their periods if if they know that homeopathy might well be a a solution. Um, I didn't know about it earlier in life. Um, I used to treat animals with homeopathy and it was much later in life started started looking after people. Um, So that's, you know, we just don't know about these things. So we just need to carry on spreading the word and letting everybody know. Do you need that diagnosis to do homeopathy is is a big question. Absolutely. And absolutely not. Um, With homeopathy, it doesn't matter if you've got a diagnosis. We take it on the symptoms that you are presenting. All of the times, even if I have 10 people come to me with polycystic ovaries, they will all have different remedies. So different people um, experience pain in different ways. So they will have different remedies. So when people come to me with a diagnosis, it's, it's interesting, but I don't need it. Um, and I often say, have you had your thyroid checked? Because obviously your thyroid and your pituitary gland are controlling your hormones with a lot of things. So that's interesting for me to, to monitor. Um, a lot of the time, especially if people are on medications as well, because obviously as a homeopath, I can't take people off medications. I can advise that they go back to their doctor and ask if they can have medications reduced. But what I really need to make sure I do all of the time is make sure that people go back to the doctor to be retested. Because if they're on medications and I'm treating them, maybe they won't need those medications anymore. So, I mean, the great thing about PMS is obviously people are used to taking painkillers. They're used to taking something when they have the symptoms. So if they don't have the symptoms, they know not to take the medication. But that's not for everybody. Um, Some people will come to me um, and they get very, very depressed and they might have been on antidepressants for many years. So it doesn't affect being treated with homeopathy. We can treat even with the medications. And quite often the medications give you another layer, if you like, another things that we have to treat and we have to get underneath those medications to find the real you because a lot of people have forgotten what the real you is really like that's true does that make sense it does so do you see a lot of people in your practice go I mean come in you know with all this medication and then go back to their doctor and test and then see say hey I don't have to take this anymore do you see that a lot Yeah, I do. But what I'm always, always encouraging for me, homeopathy is about taking back responsibility for your own health. And a lot of people are used to handing over their health to their doctor. And what I'm saying is, okay, if you want to do homeopathy, you're going to learn to listen to your body and you're going to learn to understand what your body is saying. And so I think that half of my job is helping you to understand your body more and to listen to the symptoms and to understand what the symptoms are saying. So whilst we're doing this process, and a lot of people 
are, are very nervous to be left because quite often I'll say, well, I don't need to see you for a month. And they say, what? Well, what happens if I need you? And I say, if you need me, ring me, it's fine. But what I will do is ask you some questions and then I say, okay, what do you think that means? Because people know what they feel and they know a lot of the time where the problem has come from. But nobody's ever listened to them before and they've forgotten how to trust their own intuition. So a lot of homeopathy is, is getting that back, getting that back, that understanding, listening to your body, listening to what's happening and taking decisions, what you need to take because of what you've got. Yeah, I think that's really good because, because I think that we're so used to handing that off to the doctor, like you said, or to yeah. you know, the nurse practitioner or whatever, that you feel it's hard to gain back that confidence of, I can do this. You know, I can, yeah. I, I know what's best for me and I know what's, what I can do for my child. And when you get through that first, you know, great, that first yeah. Yeah. with that fever and you don't, you do it homeopathically instead of run into yeah. the doctor it's really exciting yeah. it really is because it builds your confidence I think exactly and, and and actually PMS and and um, hormonal headaches and migraines and um, cramps they're just such a brilliant um, symptom for you to practice with and to realize okay this remedy really works for me it's instant if it doesn't work, it wasn't the right one. Yeah. So, so you know, and and you know, and and the brilliant thing about dealing um, and talking to people is that after years and years and years of really awful cycles, I have somebody on the phone and they're saying, "I'm really excited about my next cycle because I can't wait to see what's going to happen." And you think, "Wow, that is so different, isn't it?" That's great. That's really good. That's good. Okay, let's talk about a consultation. A lot of people are really interested in, have never had a homeopath and they've never mm -hmm. done a consultation because we have very people in our group that are very, very new. And um, why don't you explain what a consultation's like and, yeah. you know, things that, because it's completely different from going to a doctor and getting a physical examination. That's why you can it do is. it video conference. We can do it with yeah. you over the video. So explain yeah you know, okay. what to expect, kind of. Yeah. So when people come to me for the first time, I want to try and find out as much as I possibly can about that person. What makes them individual? What makes them special? What is their energy? So I go through everything from family medical history, their own medical history, current symptoms, medications, now and previous and also what I'm trying to find is their response to the environment because their response is what indicates the remedy so if they've had anything traumatic happen what was the emotion involved with that or what is their emotion with everyday experiences so I ask a lot of bizarre questions and people I find are not used to talking about themselves in this way. So sometimes it can be quite emotional. Um, we just take whatever we can find. And that first consultation, what I'm looking for is the essence of the person, the energy level. And from that, I will give them an opening remedy. And that remedy, I often find, just opens the picture and makes everything a little bit clearer underneath. So I quite often speak to people that have been treating themselves with first aid remedies for quite a while. And they say, well, CPA doesn't work and this doesn't work and that doesn't work and, and I haven't got anywhere with it. But after they've had a constitutional remedy or an opening remedy, you will find that other remedies will work much better. Um, so it's just that understanding. Because as you said, quite often, our whole energy and our whole being has been interfered with, with the influence of the environment. 
Um, you know, there are hormones in our water. There are hormones absolutely everywhere. We just can't get away with it. In the products that you use, in the makeup that you use, um, you're given, you know, it by the doctor the whole time. It is the solution for everything. Um, and it masks your your being. So what I'm trying to do is just crack that open a little bit so I can peep inside to see what, oh, look, <laughs> that's what you're really like inside. So it's a bit like peeling the outside layers of the onion. And inside them, we start to get through to the real you. And what I'm looking for is the cause of the issue. So I'm not looking to mask the problems to find the cause, but that will take me a couple of months to do so. So I start with giving introductory remedy, and also I will give you first aid ideas for first aid remedies so that you can, when you suddenly start to get cramps or migraine or headache, you've got something that you can do immediately. Um, I also give um, remedies to take on ovulation, which sets up the next cycle. So from that first consultation, you're going away with a whole host of things to be doing. Okay. We also go through diet. We go through exercise. I, I want to know your lifestyle. I want to know. And I want to know what other things can be changed to help you optimize your health. That's what it's all about. It's so interesting how homeopathy just looks at everything. It's not just, you know, it's, it's so individualized. Exactly. It's personalized health. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. So when, when, you, when a person finishes their consultation, then how does it go from there usually? Okay. So what I do is I send you an email. And in that email, I give you a prescription and the place to, to buy remedies. Now, a lot of remedies you can get, I know, on the internet, on Amazon or from a local store, much more so than in the UK. In the UK, you, you, it's not really possible. Um, but some of the remedies you won't be able to get from your usual supplier. So I send you the links from the supplier that supplies homeopaths in the US or wherever you are. And... You have to register there. You have to register that you're under a homeopath and, and whatever. You can then order the remedies. They arrive in the next couple of days. And so I have also sent you through the instructions. And the most important thing I say, I think, is if it's not clear, contact me. And if anything changes, let me know. If you can keep a diary, it's brilliant. Just update me each week. I am there for you. And if anything goes wrong, I am there in between our consultations. Obviously, you're not my only client and I do sleep occasionally. And I usually find that people need me for the first two or three weeks. They need, um, especially if there's any anxiety involved and they, they need um, just somebody to bounce things off. And also, obviously, I might be the first person that has actually listened, actually really listened to the problems uh, and the symptoms. And so it is useful having somebody to, to share that as it goes through. And, of course, it's really easy for me to add those to your notes so that I have a really full and comprehensive health history. Um, and that is so important for ongoing I remember when my husband got his case taken he said man that was a lot like therapy <laughs> you know yeah. because it was so I mean all your emotions are involved your history is involved and it's really diving deep into something um to really get to the root of what's going on with you so it's it's a it it's a really in-depth process but it works so well you know, I think that's why it works so well is because it's going overall is taking your whole case. And um, that's right. And, yeah. and, and it is quite different than just taking a first aid remedy. Remember, when, when you're used to just taking Belladonna for a fever 
or um, Cali B for sinus issues, then you're, you're just treating the symptom. When you speak to a homeopath and you go for consultation, you're not just treating the symptom. You're, you're looking at the whole, whole case and you're going much, much deeper. That's great. And it's not a one remedy fits all either. I mean, it's a real, really individualized kind of it's thing. It's absolutely, absolutely. And, and every single one of my clients will have a different remedy. Okay, let's talk about the first aid remedies. Um, any first aid remedies that our ladies can use now while they're waiting to see a homeopath? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first one, which, of course, you never think of because you always think chamomilla for teething, Chamomilla is brilliant for any pain that makes you go, oh, <laughs> that really makes you want to scream. Okay, so brilliant for quick onset um, griping cramps. Okay, try chamomilla. Um, Magfoss. Magfoss is brilliant for that colic where you have to double over and put pressure on your abdomen to help relieve it. Um, also, Colic, colicinth, um, and, and colicinth is that um, as if somebody's stabbing you, pain, and so very sharp, doesn't necessarily last long, better for pressure, better for doubling over. Um, so this can be, but some people really feel ovulation pain. Um, some people feel pain before a cycle. Other people feel pain during their cycle if you have symptoms that all your symptoms come before your period and then they're better as soon as the flow starts lachesis lachesis is better for flow so that's a really good one so lachesis covers um pain and it covers headaches and it covers cramping um and heavy periods so that's a really, really useful one. Obviously, most people know about sepia. Sepia is that um, deep clutching, bearing down sensation, the pain that's pushing down, down to your thighs. Um, that's when you think of sepia. And also, um, sepia, if your mood, you get terribly low. Think of sepia. Um, there are just hundreds of others. Sabina is a really good one to start with if your flow is really heavy, for really heavy periods. Um, belladonna, of course, is for bright red instant um, throbbing, if you're throbbing um, just before your period. Um, yeah, does that help? Does that give a That's picture? That's great. Usually they say, oh, just take sepia, just take sepia. And it seems to be like exactly. the one, but there are this so many. So many, so many. And on my website, I've got symptoms um, on the, to the top panel. And you can go in there and pick up some headache remedies, some cramping remedies, um, all, all sorts of things. So, yeah, have a look at those as well as the blogs. There are the symptoms and there are just lots of first aid remedies for you there. You have a whole lot on your website, a whole lot of resources. Why don't we talk about that real quick, and then we'll get into the questions. Okay, okay. So the website is um, www.marygreensmith.co.uk. And um, I also have a separate endometriosis website as well. But the, the Mary Greensmith ones covers general um, family issues it's got a separate section for symptoms it's got lots and lots of blogs and lots of um, self-learning as well so links to different courses that are free of charge um, so lots of information for you to pick up and take away excellent and then your facebook groups let's talk about those because everybody likes to be as many facebook groups as possible i can link so. <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, Facebook groups. Oh, I have um, Homeopathy at Home, which is obviously just helping you to choose the right remedy for first aid. My other one's called Hormone Balancing Natural Support. And you're taking clients right now? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a few spaces. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so from the website, you can just click and book. And I offer, always offer a free 15 minutes if you want to chat to me first and tell me a little bit about yourself and see if, uh, if, if you're worried. Otherwise, you can book straight in there with a first appointment. Great. Okay. And you just have to make sure that you choose your time zone. Great. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Let's get into some of these questions then. Yeah. In the group. Because I posted a post in the group and I had quite a few just kind of asking questions. Oh, okay. So Wendy asked, can we do, what can we do about hormonal migraines? Why are they more difficult to cure than migraines that happen any other time of the month? Okay. Well, we take the symptoms with everything else. So when you are treating migraines, you will just look at the, the symptom of the headache. When I look at your migraine, I will run it alongside everything else that is going on. And what you've got to think about headache, obviously, a headache doesn't mean there's something wrong with your head. Quite often, it means something else completely so, you know, obviously every, everybody knows that it might mean you're dehydrated and you need a glass of water. Um, it's the same with hormonal migraines. Um, it means that there is an imbalance there and we need to treat it probably not with the normal remedies that you think for migraine. We actually need to address the hormones um, that imbalance is there. So that would go um, more towards the constitutional, using the constitutional and, and an appointment. Um, yeah, and, and detoxing hormones as well. Um, but I often find if I can stabilize the, the cycle, the, the migraines disappear anyway. Wow. Remember, the remedy doesn't make you better. All it does is stimulate your body to make the appropriate response. That's, that's good. That's really good because it's not like medicine that's going to suppress. It's going no, to, it's going no. to let your body, that's what's so great about yeah. homeopathy is this. And that's one of the reasons we have collodial silver come up a lot in our group. And it's one of those things. It's like that suppresses, <laughs> that doesn't yeah, stimulate yeah. your body to, to go and heal, you know, and, um, and learn how to how to respond to things. So exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. And 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 I have had patients come to me because they have been addicted to herbal remedies <laughs> because they are just having to take it again and again and again. And also, though, with first aid homeopathy, people think they have to take it every day, and if it's doing its job, you don't. Yeah, you're just giving the just, body that nudge. That's all yeah. we're doing. We're yeah. saying, hey, come on, kick, you know, <laughs> kick, start, reboot, um, and and learn to learn to give the appropriate response. Very good. Okay, um, yep. we have another question. Fixing, okay, okay, she wants to know about fixing estrogen dominance and how to combat PMS. That makes me so mad that I could hit someone. I feel like I hate everyone the week before and during my period. Also, why does my healthy uterus feel like it's on fire during my period? So there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Sorry. How? Why did? Sorry, I missed the bit about on fire. What was um, that? She said her uterus, her healthy uterus, oh. feels like it's on fire during her period. Okay. Oh, that what a lovely symptom. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this lady. Yes. Um, that she can express it like yes. that is just so, so brilliant. Okay. So let's, let's, come, sorry, can we split the question up? And sure. It sure. Bit by bit. Read me the first bit again. Okay. So the first was about estrogen dominance. How to combat okay. PMS that makes me this angry. So mad you could hit someone. Okay. That is actually quite common. So the first thing is, understand that you are not alone here, okay? And as soon, and the fact that you get so angry and want to hit somebody is the emotion that I want to hear so that I know which remedy to give you, okay? The fact that you um, have got estrogen dominance, for me, it's the symptom you express, okay? 
um, that is how we balance those hormones. So, um, and, and quite often, you know, your partner and your family tell you you're just about to come on, don't they? Because <laughs> they, they realize way before you do. And so that's, you know, that's all part of the symptom picture. So, so we take that information and you worded it so brilliantly in that question um, that we take that with all of your other physical symptoms and we give you the remedy that starts to make the difference. And, and then you'll speak to me next month and you'll say, do you know what? I didn't even know. It was such a surprise. In fact, I was, you know, and you, they start their cycle and nobody's realized. And then you think, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> it really does change that quickly. So that wouldn't be a, um, a first aid remedy. That would be more of something that they work with you for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other part of her question was, why does her healthy uterus feel like it's on fire during my period? Well, on fire is lovely, isn't it? Mm. Try Belladonna. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, that's hot, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. If you're, a, uh, you know, uh, of course, I would know more about you and your personality. If you're an arsenicum person, then I would look at that. If you're a sulfur person, I would look at that. But not knowing you, I would say look at Belladonna. Yeah, very good. Lots of good language here. It's just in, in these questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, another person from our group said she has irritability, nausea, and dizziness a week before her periods. Um, and she wanted to know how to handle these types of changes in her body. And then someone commented on her comment. How is vertigo related to hormonal shifts and how to address vertigo? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and actually a lot of people faint during their cycles. Um, so, so we have everybody reacts differently, and it is that symptom that, that decides which remedy you go for. So basic nausea, look at, look at the normal nausea remedies so cocculus is a really good and hormonal cocculus is is my favorite remedy at the moment i definitely look at that one sepia has got nausea of course because it's that nausea um when you're first um pregnant as well um so depend there there are millions of different nausea symptoms okay so nausea isn't enough information for me I want to know when, what makes you nausea. Is it before you eat? Is it after you eat? Is it during eating? Does eating, does the smell of cooking make it worse? I want to know, is it worse in the morning? Is it worse in the evening? I want to know if you feel it in your stomach or do you feel it in your throat? I want to know a lot more details. Um, nausea also can mean you need a liver support remedy. So look at Nux Vomica and Chelidonium. Okay, great. Uh, during ovulation, uh, this is the next question. Pain that can slam me to my knees and nausea like labor pains. Not every month, but often enough is what a group member said. Yeah, poor lady. I mm. do feel for you. Um, and a lot of people have this symptom as well. Look at Coculus. That is... Stabbing pain as if you, you need to bend and clutch and hold it. Um, pain as if labor pains is semisifuga. Podophilium is, is pains everywhere. Um, pain between the shoulders, the scapula, the loin areas, pains shooting down to the thighs and knees, pains that extend from top to toe. Um, so, so yeah, depending on semisifuga is very much as if um, it's a labor pain. That's really good. It's, it's really interesting hearing you describe these remedies because we think about pain, but it's like you have with homeopathy, you have to get very specific about what kind of pain, where is it located? You know, we talk about that in the group. We need more symptoms, you know, it's, yeah, you have yeah, to really that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, um, Jesse asks, anything for PMDD or would this need a constitutional? Yeah, definitely. You need support there. Um, 
you need to put N away. Um, it, it, it really can be helped and it can be helped quite quickly, but it's not a first aid remedy for you. Um, you know, it, it's an ongoing symptom. It, it, you might have been suffering for, for months or years. Um, so you need help and you need support through that. Um, I expect you've got support through your mainstream medicine anyway. So you might have, be on medications as well. So we, we need to just have a look and we need to work gently. It, it certainly can be helped and we can help straight away. Um, but we're not just, we can't just say, okay, take, take this first aid remedy here. Yeah. Okay. So I have another group member ask uh, about her nursing baby seems to react to her hormonal shifts more than I do. Is that normal? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Um, oh, and, and well done, mum, for realising that uh, baby and the rest of the family know much more about your hormones than you do. I often start with one member of the family and then um, bring on the rest of the family. Um, it is all related and the, um, the remedies are quite often similar, but obviously nursing baby is picking up everything. Um, everything that you are going from. And when we go through medical history, I will ask you about when you were a baby. So, you know, the more you know, um, the better. So remember to, to talk to your baby <laughs> when it's a little bit older and explain that it hurts, you know, so for when she goes to see a homeopath. Um, yeah, no, ev everything passes down and through, unfortunately. So I would say not only baby knows, the whole family will know. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So here's another one um, that was talking about irritability and stomach distress in relation to hormone imbalance. Sepia 200C every other day isn't enough. It's worse the first to one to two weeks before my period. Sepia is not the be all and end all. And you certainly, I, as a classical homeopath, I cannot, my whole intention is to get you to be at optimum health without remedies. So what I will say is if you need to take something for a week or two weeks, occasionally um, might be two months, see um, the cell salts, for instance, with, um, and quite often I give ovulation remedies, you, which you might take over ovulation for three months. I don't want you to be on those remedies forever. I want to kickstart your self-healing mechanism and I want your body to know what to do. That is my intention, to have you walk away um, and, and not need the medication. Gotcha. Okay. So what, while we're talking about this, while this topic came up, I'm curious for the first aid remedies, how you would suggest the dosing happens because I know folks are brand new and they're like, okay, this, I got this bottle. It says five yeah. tablets on it, yeah, but it doesn't give okay. me any kind of idea of how often to take it, what to do. Can you, can you talk about, I know every homeopath does it different, yeah. a little differently, okay. but we'd love to hear yeah. your version. Okay. Okay. And I have got a potency and dose little course that's free of charge. So I'll put that link there as well. So I say, okay, for a first aid remedy, you take it when you need it. And if you need to repeat it half an hour or an hour later, you repeat it. If the symptoms get better, you wait. If the symptoms get better and then start to decline and the symptom comes back again, you repeat. If no change, after three remedies... Wrong remedy. Retake the case and try a different remedy. So depending on, on what happens. So if nothing happens, redose. If nothing happens again, take the case again. If it starts to get better, then take it. Take it again if it starts to decline. And then wait. So all of the time, you're waiting to see what your body is going to do. So I say to people, when you first get the symptom, see if your body knows what to do first. 
because there's no point in taking a remedy if the body already knows what to do. So what if it starts to feel like it's getting worse? If it starts to get worse and you've already, if you've just taken one remedy and it got better first and then it got worse, retake the remedy. But if, it, if you take a remedy and it gets worse, wait. Because it might get worse and then it might suddenly get better. Because remember, what the remedy is doing is kick-starting your self-healing mechanism. And it's asking it to change something. And if it is changing something, it's no good saying, oh, I didn't want it to do that. You've just asked it to change something. So, you know, decide what you want to do. Do you want it to change or not? So just wait and see what your body's going to do. If it carries on getting worse, then okay, you think, no, this isn't where we want to go. Um, it might have, it might be nothing to do with the remedy because it might be getting worse anyway. Um, it might be, have been totally the wrong remedy. So, yeah, I think yeah. people are really, I don't know where this is coming up recently, but are really scared to, I'm going to take something and it's, it's going to hurt, harm me kind of thing. But homeopathy is really quite gentle. Um, and it's very hard to get harmed by taking one dose of homeopathy um, in most cases. Yeah. And there's yeah. A, a bit of confusion between aggravations and provings. And, you know, they're afraid they're going to prove the remedy after one dose. And um, that's that's come up a lot, I think, in discussion. Yeah. It, it, and it does a lot. You're right. And people are so scared of it. And you think, okay, first of all, how do we know that it's a, an aggravation? Because it might well have happened anyway um, without a remedy. I do have sensitive people, and I do have sensitive people that know as soon as they've taken a remedy, they can feel something happening. Um, so I would use them to have um, a, a, a wet dose. So just pop the pillow in a bottle of water and just have a sip because that's more gentle. So if you're sensitive, do, do it that way um, and, and go with it. And that's why it's always important to learn how you, you are going to react differently to the next person. And it's all about understanding your body and what happens. And it's not always the remedy. And yes, occasionally aggravations do happen. Um, and it's when something needs to come out. Um, and a good example of this was when I first started doing homeopathy and I gave my husband a tablet for um, a wart. And I gave him calcarb. And he had the wart for, um, for whew, three, four, five years. It's a long time. He had one calcarb. And... He came up in a rash um, all around his wrists. Um, and, um, and I said, well, that's coming from, from somewhere else, from before. What, when have you had a rash before? And he said, no, I've never had a rash. So I asked his parents, and he's had scarlet fever as a child. And, um, and, and the rash came up. It wasn't particularly itchy. It was a little bit itchy. Um, but after a week, it went, and I said, well, what about the wart? And he said, what, what wart? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it had fallen off. Um, but that one remedy not only sorted that wart, but after that, he wasn't allergic to cats anymore, oh, wow. and he didn't have um, the, the nasal allergies. It, wow. it, it was it was an incredible, incredible healing process. And I said, was it worth that bit of a red itch? You know? Yeah. And, and well, it, it you know, it is life changing. It is amazing. I love hearing those kinds of stories because it's like you take it for one thing and then it just goes even further and it's it's just it, it goes it's, it's, it's amazing. Homeopathy is the most magical thing. It is. It is, definitely. Okay. 
So let me see. I've got a few more questions, not too many. Okay. A few more. Okay. Pretty painful ovulation pain, then breast soreness, irritability, dizziness, and headaches. Also some gastro issues, I believe, are related. So we've talked about these, I believe, already. Yeah, yeah. Everything's related. Yeah. So that's good. Um, So, yeah, you're getting the picture. Um, Everything's related. We take all of those symptoms. Um, Gastric is, is... very much involved. We, once we start to sort one thing out, everything else starts clearing. Yeah. So that's definitely kind of more of a appointment with a homeopath type situation. Um, yeah. Uterine fibroids, which I'm reading are estrogen, estrogen dominant, extremely heavy bleeding. So this, this is what someone had um, put on the group as well. And you had mentioned the, the Sabina for the heavy bleed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I would also want to know her history of using um, contraception, um, um, the hormones that she's taken, um, and also if she's had steroids for anything. I need to know that. Um, and I would give something like folliculinum on, um, on ovulation for three months. Um, so, so we have a lot, you know, we can use the hormones as well ourselves. Um, but you really want to do that with a homeopath because again, it's, it's part of a, a complete protocol, if you like. Excellent. Okay. One more, um, about okay. weight gain six months. Okay. How about weight gain six months after pregnancy while nursing baby and no menstrual cycle, snappy cramping sometimes came around six to seven months postpartum also. Where do I start? Um, start with thyroid tests. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, just have your thyroid checked out. Um, and, and, and I would, so I would be asking you questions that are related to thyroid issues. Um, and even when people come back and say, I've had my thyroid checked out and they've come back negative, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's on the low side. But of course, unless you had your thyroid checked out before, you don't know where it was before. So it might be low for you. Um, so, you know, it, but yeah, the, a, lot of, a lot of hormone changes happen with that pregnancy and childbirth. Um, and of course, um, worse for childbirth or after childbirth is sepia as the starting point. Um, but weight gain, um, yeah, I also want to know how you are emotionally with that as well. Um, because of course, we're looking at if you're feeling low, um, we need to boost you. Um, and, and get you make sure that you're feeling happy with everything so um yeah again that would be a full consultation to go through actually what are you thinking and feeling right now excellent excellent okay one last thing i forgot to ask you when we were talking about the um the emergency remedies was the potency what potency do you recommend for moms who are just now learning about homeopathy and want to try the emergency remedies, you know, during their cycle? Okay. For first aid, I use three potencies, 12C, 30C, and 200C. So I use 200C if, if there's high energy. So immense pain comes on quickly. So chamomilla is, I often use in 200. Um, belladonna, 30 or 200 but if i want to take it three times a day i only ever use 12c okay 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 good okay so and we got a lot of other questions about um menopause and pre-menopause and we're going to have you back for that because this is because we're just brilliant PMS. yeah yeah and that's a whole another story <laughs> a whole another story but it's all really related and yeah. they quite often find that if you have difficult periods you'll have a difficult menopause yeah so um but loads of things that can help you through it and it's quite easy um with the normal menopausal symptoms but of course you might be suffering 
completely different symptoms. Um, it, you know, so there are first aid remedies that can help you, but often just having a constitutional remedy or a liver support um, to help get you started, and then you carry on with your own first aid remedies. Yeah, that's great. This has all been so wonderful, and it's it's really exciting because you you know you're giving us all hope that there is it is okay to have. A wonderful period and it does happen it does happen <laughs> it yeah, does happen you know happens. and it's it can be it can it can happen and homeopathy is an option for us to move in that direction and it's it's uh you know we all have our OBGYN you know for for and we should also have our homeopath <laughs> to yeah. help us through the emotional stuff and I think yeah. this time you'll be relying on them more than you would the OBGYN this much yeah Yeah. and I I find that I find with clients when they come to a homeopath the first time they come and you're sorting something particular out you you might stay with them for um four or five months um or or bi-monthly or something like that and then because they know you you pop back once the next year maybe once in two years time you know for odd things that flow up but it is an ongoing process um but it's all about as well it's about helping you to help yourself as well so the homeopath is not instead of the doctor the homeopath is there to encourage you to learn more about homeopathy and your body you're probably going to see them a lot less because you're going to feel better exactly exactly <laughs> yeah 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 when i first um set up for practice and i thought okay well people have come back the following year and they come back the following year no 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 <laughs> once once and you've given people the idea that actually there are a lot of things that you can do yourself and look after yourself and, and obviously you know go through the courses and things like that um, I find it's usually, yeah, two or three years before they'll pop, pop back and say, oh, look, this happened, you know, can you just give me something for that? And But that is so brilliant because there's so many people now that are so much more healthy and and so much more independent. Yeah, definitely. Well, I really appreciate you giving your time and so much wonderful information, all these remedy suggestions and just sharing your knowledge with us. And I look forward to having you back um, soon to talk about menopause and premenopause and all that great stuff. And and uh, and uh, look forward to that. Lovely. Really appreciate you coming in our group and and answering questions for moms there. And uh, we love having you. Oh, thank you so much, Joy. It's been lovely, and and I do love your group because there's such intelligent people um, there and using homeopathy in such a fantastic way. So uh, keep up the good work. Brilliant group. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Moms Using Homeopathy. If you haven't already joined us in our Facebook group, visit facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Moms Using Homeopathy. You can also visit our website at momsusinghomeopathy.com. Join us next time for another interview with an amazing homeopath.